It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to Wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Hey everybody, welcome to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. I'm your host, Becca Winker, also known as at BeccaMVP on Twitter. I am currently doing the podcast solo today. Quentin had um, some stuff to do today, but don't worry, everything's fine. Um, Yeah, this has been a while since I've done my solo podcast. Most of the time it's been about um, covering players and kind of getting into detail about their lives, but I'm here to recap a win that we got last night. The Washington Wizards beat the Miami Heat 116-110, to which was a must-needed win. Um, John Wall and Austin Rivers, Jeff Green, there was a bunch of guys that um, really, um, really shined last night. I think it was crucial that we had a lot of bench production. There's a lot of great things. So to kind of start out this podcast, I'd like to check out the box score and let's see kind of what we're looking at here. So I think the biggest things that were good for us, John Wall had 28 points off of a 45 percentage field goal shooting. And he made 60% of his three-pointers. He shot five. He had five attempts. And he was a plus three, plus or minus, which is huge. Um, John Wall has been great this game. He was great last game. And Bradley Beal has also been good, 18 points. um, Off of 60% field goals, he made six out of ten. Two out of three three three-pointers. And he's been great. Dwight Howard, something that was super crucial for us, is he had 16 rebounds. Part of the reasons why we've been really struggling these past um, games, well, this whole season, is because we haven't had him in the game to get these rebounds. But 16 rebounds, that's, that's super important. I mean, 16 rebounds out of 48, that's incredible. Austin Rivers had 18 points coming off the bench which was great. Jeff Green had 19 points coming off the bench, which, I mean, it's it's amazing because we haven't seen that production from them during these last few games, and to see them finally step up in the way we envisioned them before they came is just incredible. Jan Mahimi had six points, and 
Otto Porter and Markeith Morris kind of had quiet nights, seven points and four points. Um, Markeith played 15 minutes and Otto Porter played 23 minutes. And um, that that's really strange. I did notice at the end of the game that Otto Porter and Markeith Morris, they were not in the game. But, however, that's okay because Jeff Green and Austin Rivers, they were really feeling it. I think that was smart of Brooks to kind of put in who he felt was going to help us carry the game to the end and get that win. So since Quinn is not here, I don't have anyone to talk to. So I figured that I would go to Twitter and ask you guys, how, how do you feel like what was the difference maker that helped the Wizards beat the Heat last night? So I guess I'm going to kind of go through... The responses that I got. Um, one of my friends, Aaron Martin, at Bro God for Life, said rebounds, execution defensively, and rotation offensively. Totally agree with that. He also added, plus the second unit showed up also. And I think that's really important that the second unit showed up because uh, Keith and Otto, they didn't, he didn't, they didn't have great night. So it's kind of important that we have that second unit to kind of back up the starters, and we've never had that before. And I think now that we did have that last night, it's amazing. And I'm hoping that we kind of keep that consistency. I hope that Austin, he kind of finds his his rhythm, Green finds his rhythm, and they just continue to support the starting unit. Aside from that, Austin Rivers, he was just incredible last night. The way he uh, was attacking the basket and just going on the inside, I mean, his crossovers were great. We haven't seen this type of play from him before. So, I mean, Austin, like, if you're listening, which I know you're not, like, please keep that up. Like, that was seriously important for us to get those baskets from him. So IREP DC Sports at IREP DC Sports. Hi. He's also one of our listeners. He said, sitting Keith and Porter late, letting Green and Rivers get minutes to help gel with the squad. That's already been mentioned, and I totally agree with that. I think that, you know, in, in times like these, we're not consistent. The players are not consistent. So I think... It's super important that Scott Brooks takes note of who's having a good game and who's who's having um, you know great shot attempts and making everything and really keep them in the game. As a matter of fact, Jeff Green he almost shot perfect. I mean, he shot um, he made almost all his shots if I remember correctly, and he did he did make a lot of his shots. He made eight out of twelve, sixty six point seven. But at some point in the game, he made all of his shots. And, like, I think he went six for six, and then he missed one. But that's super important, and we really just held it together. Turnover ratio, fifteen. we only had 15 turnovers, which is huge. So, considering that normally we get, like, 19, 20 or something crazy, which most of the time costs us the game. So Zach Meads, at Zach Meads 3, also had some stuff to say. He said, people are so fast to bash on Morris, but yet a few weeks ago when he was the main reason he got us our first win, no one was hating on him then. And he at Keith Morris. Um, 
yeah, I, I'm totally with him. I, th- I don't think, you know, players are always on. I think players go through periods where they're good or where they're bad. They're not or, or not doing so well for, you know, a better term. And I think Keefe is not a bad player. He's. I just think there's some times where I feel like, you know, he, he struggles with keeping up with the other fours and fives on the other teams. So it's, it, you know, sometimes we should sub him out and put someone else in. And there's going to be times where he's going to match up better with the other teams. And it's that's just how it is. So I don't think Keith Morris is um, bad. I don't think anybody should be hating on him. I just don't think he's on a hot streak right now. And that's really all that there is to it. My pal Ernie says, consistent rebounding and concentrating on defense. Totally with you there. I think, you know, after we kind of let them build a lead in the second half or second quarter, I think we really started to play defense. And I think what really motivated this team was, hey, like we caught up, like we're catching up towards this team and we can beat these guys. I think they really feed off of their offense I think they get really excited when they score and they're like okay we don't want the other team to score so I think the fact that they were catching up motivated them and I noticed that their defense got better throughout the game so skinny hardaway at unexpected underscore chance said, yes, I feel like the team needed to see a hard-fought victory. Hopefully it turns into a five-game win streak to flip the season around. Totally with you there. I think that this game coming home now, we're going to have a five-game home streak. We're playing um, the next three games this week. We're playing the Magic, the Cavs, and the Nets, and those are all very winnable games. I do know that the the Cavs are not doing so hot, unfortunately, now that LeBron is gone they are one and eleven the nets are six and seven and the magic are five and seven currently we're at three and nine but we've seen how the wizards play the magic and they can certainly get that win from them no doubt about it Rafford Seymour at Raf's under, um, not underscore. There's so many Twitter names, it's hard to keep up. At Raf's logic, he said defensive rotations looked a lot better in a horrid game by Dra- Dragic, which is totally true. Um, he had a lot of missed shots, and I think the Wizards were able to capitalize on that because when Goran Dragic is um, on, he's on, and that's pretty, I mean... There's nothing you can do to stop that guy. He's He can shoot threes. And also another guy from the Heat that played well was Wayne Ellington. He had um, he made four out of nine threes. I mean, he had 16 points. He comes off the bench, and he was kind of um, getting wide open. I was a little frustrated during the first half because the Wizards kind of left him open. John Wall did leave him open for um, four, you know, four threes at the beginning and um I'm just glad that they were able to kind of get a hold on that because it w- it seemed like it was the same play every time they would set him up for an open shot in the corner and Ellington would just drain the three and um yeah I mean when the Wizards don't play great defense any team even if they can shoot threes or not 
they they will always get their open shots because I mean when we don't play defense it just works that way it's how fundamentals of basketball um Doug McKinney at Dougie Fresh NBCS says hashtag Rose Bar um definitely think it helps that we were not near Rose Bar that night seems like Rose Bars are bad luck charm these days um Jeff Erdman says the bench was able to stay in the game. Staggering starters with bench helped. Totally with you there. I think the rotations that Scott Brooks used yesterday worked great. And I think Scott Brooks, because this team is new, he's still in the process of trying to figure out what works best in different situations. So I think it's going to take some time to figure out, okay, when do we use Jeff? When do we use Austin? When do we use, you know, Dwight? It's just it's just a matter of him getting into his rhythm and understanding what players work best in what situations. So that being said, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue to discuss what the fans had to say, how the Heat and Wizards matched up as teams, and stick around. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. I'm your host at BeccaMVP on Twitter. My co-host is not with me tonight. If you are still listening to this podcast, please tweet him and say how much I miss him. Um, Doing the podcast by yourself is not the same. You know, talking to yourself is just really difficult. Um, It's hard to kind of not necessarily figure out what to say, but it's definitely not the most entertaining. So if you at Quentin at T-O-Q-M underscore, tell him I miss him and I wish he would um, answer my text. And yeah, so to continue our conversation from before, um, Diego at Diego Lugo 97, he says, this W is the beginning of a streak. In 2016, we began exactly like this and ended up a game away from the Eastern Conference Finals. We have two All-Stars and a Hall of Famer in our squad. This team needs some motivation and this win is it. Save this tweet. We are about to go 9-1. and one. We're going to be back on the map soon. First of all, Diego, I love that energy. I love I, I love that you are so positive. I think um, Wizards Twitter has been very upset, rightfully so, these days. And I really enjoy when people are positive and they think that the, they truly believe that the Wizards can turn it around. And I do believe that they can go on a win streak because their next games are very winnable and there's no reason why they can't you know it's just a matter of do they want it do they want this to work so the next five games are magic Cavs, nets trailblazers and clippers so 
Trailblazers, we went into overtime and beat them. We got blown out by the Clippers. I think the Wizards are going to come into that home game with the Clippers kind of with that mindset, okay, we got blown out by this team that should not have beat us. We're going to close it out and beat them at home. And, yeah, these, game, these games are, are doable. So there's, there's no reason why we shouldn't get these wins. Somebody else said Brooks finally playing wall with the bench, aggressive Austin, and Green and Ubre played well also. Um, Matt at Peckins Matt also said John Wall took the team to Rose Bar. Um, that's pretty funny, but hate to tell you they're in Miami. They were not at home. Um, and in addition to what Diego said, I, I do believe that this team can kind of um, – make up for the losses that they've had so far. They're three and nine now. I hope that they do go on a nine, nine, one um, streak. And in 2016, we did begin like this. Um, the only thing I will say though, I think the team was younger. I think, you know, getting a new coach, there, there was just a lot of factors that kind of shook them up and kept them on their toes. So I, I do hope that this is a very similar situation because I would like to see the team turn it around. Someone says, um, JP Sports Talk at Barrel Age 69 says, enjoy those W's before Jimmy Butler strolls into Philly. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I really do believe that Jimmy Butler was a great addition for Philly. I do believe that they got the better part of the trade. And I, although I don't want to see them succeed just because they are in our conference, I'd like to see how that plays out and I'd like to see how the team works together. One of my friends, Chris at FireFit, Chris says, John Wall is back to playing on the ball for the most part on offense like he should be. Perimeter D still needs work. Rebounding was a lot better last night. Limited scoring and second chance and third chance points. That is absolutely true. I'm glad he brought that up. Um, the Wizards did keep the second chance points to a minimum and that has been something that has killed us in those these games. So... Hopefully they continue to do so. So to kind of walk you through the game, the first quarter was, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. Um, Washington had 25 points. The Heat had 35. And the second quarter was fine. Wizards 33, Heat 26. Um, yeah, so for the most part, the first half wasn't really that terrible. We kind of um, let them gain a 10-point lead. I think for the Wizards, you know, what I've noticed these past couple games is they're either up by 10 or down by 10 to 20 points, and I think that they need to kind of spread out their scoring and keep the consistency. Consistency is, like, the main thing that the Wizards need to succeed. So I really do believe that once they remain consistent, once Wall remains consistent on defense, once Austin and Jeff Green remain consistent in scoring and bench production, you know, everything will kind of work itself out. So for the Wizards, their biggest lead was 17. For the Heat, their biggest lead was 12. And um, rebounds were important. Uh, Wizards out-rebounded the Heat, had 48, and the Heat had 38. Assist-wise, 
Washington only had 14, but John Wall did have quite a bit of assists, so that was pretty key for us. John Wall did have nine assists out of the 12, so he he really helped us um, get that win and helped the ball movement greatly. Scott Brooks was pretty happy about this game. He said it was probably one of our best games, how we played. We played a physical brand. We fought one another, and I thought we made timely passes and shots. He's right about that. To summarize, um, Jeff Green had 19 points and 10 rebounds for the Wizards, so... Rivers had 18, like we said, and as did Bradley Beal. And the Wizards won for the third time, which is something that I'm sad to say. But um, they're they're really going to turn it around. I believe so. The Wizards opened the fourth quarter on a 31-12 to run, which was really important. I think they went in there and they said, okay, there's no reason why we can't win this game. We're not going to let it slip. We've done this too many times. And that's going to be the end of that. So I, I hope, I truly hope that we can carry this momentum into the next um, five home games that we do have. And I'm pretty excited to see how they do. As always, this is Locked on Wizards, part of the Locked on Network. I would love to hear your thoughts. Please at me on Twitter, at BeccaMVP, and I will see you soon. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.